Hi hi. I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Kennedy Sung. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the, the SG Boys. Boys, the new gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. So I just released a new song on Spotify. Quick little plug there. Uh, it's called True Love Will Find You in the End. It's like a folk song and it's a cover of a Daniel Johnston song that I discovered uh, came out the same year I was born. And wow. I've just been playing that song over and over again for the past year. But why why True Love? Like, you know, what does this song mean to you? And why now? Why a cover like 30 years later? Yeah, I mean, admittedly, I've never heard of this song in my life. I didn't even know that bedroom folk was a thing. Yeah. All my life, I've kind of struggled with that whole concept of true love. I'm quite a romantic, actually. And I think for a long time, I was quite ashamed of saying that I'm a romantic. Mm. You know, especially in the gay circle. The yeah. gay circle. Yeah, you're seen as like, oh, too needy, too mushy, too weak. Now more than ever, I feel people are afraid of commitment. They kind of shy away from the idea of like a monogamous relationship. Right. So that's what this song this song is about. Like you're like still on your quest for true love. Is that what the lyrics mean? For you? sure. But the second half of the song, um, it says, uh, true love comes with a catch. It's also looking for you. You know, you have to put yourself out there. Step out into the light. You have to take that leap of faith. If you want true love, you have to go look for it. Mm, but then know? at the same time, you know, we keep talking about true love, but then that's also contingent of like what your idea of true love is, right? There you go. So I wanted to ask you both, what is true love? Have you been in love before? That's as- the more senior one. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, as Christina Aguilera once sang, don't look at me. <laughs> really? Don't look at me. I'm the wrong person to ask. I'm the wrong person to ask. Why are you the wrong person to ask? Because I'm not sure I know what true love is. I'm going to be very honest. Sure, I may be 32 years young. <laughs> and still looking um, as fabulous as ever. I still, you know, I still want to know what love is. I, I don't know if I... I feel like I've tasted drips and drabs. When you put the adjective true in front of it, it becomes like puts this whole thing into question. That's a qualifier, right? And it, you, yeah. you feel like you have to qualify what love yeah. is to you. So actually, that's the thing. You know, for me, I don't believe that true love is anything specific. And I think a lot of times when we put that pressure on ourselves to define true love, it's really dependent on what we see in mainstream media. And mm. so for a long time, I think I grew up with like... um. Someday my prince will come, um, yeah. you know, a dream is a wish a heart makes type of true love. But you know, as I got older and older and I realised, um, especially when I found out that I'm gay, I started to have a different idea of love because I'm like, hey, actually, a lot of all these narratives that are constructed in the media don't really represent what people like me go through. And so mm. I think I've been on a journey to find out what true love means to me. Yeah, so I don't think that you should feel bad or like you should feel like... I agree. I mean, I don't feel bad. Uh, I'm just saying it's like not anything uncommon, you know what I mean? I get it. I get that. Talk about us being in Singapore, right? Like the idea of true love or at least um, the concept of it is uh, getting a BTO, getting married... Um, yeah, it's true, right? No, I'm, it's, just, I'm sorry, it's the, the BTO had... thing is just, I, I know some of my friends who literally all they talk about is like when they're going to get a BTO with yeah. their husband and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, eventually having Four kids. straight couples. La. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're right. It's such a heteronormative narrative um, that, you know, may not be the answer for everyone and mm. that may and not I, be everyone's trajectory in life. I think because that seems as the so-called normal, right? And then a lot of gay people, they ask themselves like, oh, because I don't have that and they don't know where to orient themselves yeah. in terms of that position and they think that they don't have true love. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll be completely honest, there have been many moments where I think to myself, I think, Josh, maybe you can relate as well. Um, but it's like, what's wrong with me, right? I have a lot of people asking me, like, you know, why are you single? 
And they always ask that. And I know they mean it in the best way possible. Yeah. They're like, oh, you know, I would date you if I was single or something like that. I mean, sometimes we joke around mm-hmm. about these things. But these questions actually do make you interrogate yourself and go like, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. Like, you know, and is being single even a bad thing? Yeah. What do we, you think? We ask that question always at our own expense, where we start to question our worth. Like what Kennedy brought up earlier, I think representation is very important. We discussed this in our first episode, right? What is the love that we should aspire for? you know when we've only seen this kind of love and even with the gay films that we've seen through the years whether it's love simon or a character on glee does that look like me do the gays that fall in love uh look like me or sound like me or talk like me it always seems like it's the masculine gay men that get picked uh, for these kind of love stories yeah it's the feminine ones that will remain the best friend that right. will cheer lead on the side. Do I see myself in there? Uh, what is the love to aspire for? It is tricky. It is tricky. Um, I recorded True Love Will Find You in the end at a point where I wasn't looking for love anymore. It was really strange. Like, I think I spent like years healing from what I believed was the love of my life that I lost during that whole period I could not listen to any love song I could not listen to anything I couldn't watch rom-coms as well I still have not seen like Always Be My Maybe there's a Mm. whole period where I couldn't watch Crazy Rich Asians even though everyone went to go see it so I could not go near it because I just didn't want anything to do with that and then I found this song True Love Will Find You In The End and I just love that it's so honest I love that it's so hopeful I hear that all the time when I share that, you know, I'm, I'm ready to meet the love of my life. You know, I'm ready to put myself out there and date. Everyone's like, no, 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 you cannot say you want it. It'll arrive when you least expect it. Is it like a happiness is a butterfly thing? Explain that. <laughs> so the saying goes that happiness is a butterfly. Um, the more you pursue it, the more it evades you. So the more you try to chase happiness and love, the more you will not get it. I don't know, I've always opposed that, that whole thing, that you don't have to look for love and it will find you. I think I believe it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. I interpret it as more the issue of being content. Right. Not really say about not giving a shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a difference between being content with what you have and understanding that things will come. As much as you are hopeful and you are always putting your best foot forward, you need to be honest and chase things that are good for you and chase things when it's the appropriate time. Yeah. With my career with aspirations that we have it's always you want something you go get it and life will listen to you and life will will respond and 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 do everything it can to help you get what you want right Right. your hard work will be rewarded right like the universe is always listening you want this we'll work and conspire with you to get that for you but when it comes to love there's a whole different set of rules all these games that 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 come into play so you cannot you cannot act like you want to love someone you gotta like be very nonchalant about it butterfly concept so it's just like I don't know what to do with my feelings is it me because it feels like in other aspects of my life I kind of know what to do but when it comes to love and dating I'm, I'm just a mess and I, love is a losing game sometimes oh, I, love, I love I love Amy Winehouse right but she really hit the nail on the head you try you, you, you think you understand what it is and you try to make it work you've done everything right but at the end of the day mm. Mm. I think it's really a matter of what constitutes as effort and hard work If you think that effort and hard work is getting a nice body, people work hard in different ways. Some people work on their personality, which I think is a huge minority. (laughs) I think, but I think a lot of people would think that when they say work hard, it's a lot of it is 
looking good and mm. dressing well and putting your best face forward. They don't want to say it, but they look at what people want on what Tinder. What is so-called attractive. La. Or, yeah, on Grindr. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, if this is what they want, then I'm going to tailor myself first and then represent myself to the world. And then maybe true love will find me. And I want it to, to sing from a perspective of a gay man to our community saying true love will find you in the end. Put yourself out there. Um, put your heart out there. Guard it, but also be free with it. Does love have to be reciprocated for it to be true love? Wow. So you're talking about we're going to unrequited love territory now. Yeah. It's really strange. Like I know how much I've loved because of how much I've grieved. Mm. Like it took so much from me and I gave so much to it. And I had to deal with like PTSD and trauma and like triggers and all these different things when it came to healing. It was such a messy thing for me. I know I loved and I don't need to hear another side of the story to whether or not that love was reciprocated, whether it was real or not. That person did say I love you, but mm. the actions didn't represent what I believe true love is supposed to be. Okay, so that reminds me of this concept of like love language, right? Some of you may have been asked to take that test before, mm-hmm. like it's all online. The five love languages. Yeah, exactly. So it could a be A test like- that we saw on Facebook yeah <laughs> in 2012 right but oh wow <laughs> but it has evolved since you know and, yeah. and there have been you know there are many more verticals um, to this test but essentially goes back to the same message that love takes on a different meaning for different people right so sometimes it's quality time sometimes it's like touch like how I'm stroking you now Kennedy Ugh. and sometimes it's um uh, wow, you distracted me. Ooh, the tingles. <laughs> um, sometimes it's acts of service right that's yeah. another one maybe he loved you in his own way but for you you didn't see that as love you think about for instance like family love right Um, you know how there's a lot of talk about how Asian uh, parents don't say I love you for instance right Um, but does that mean they don't love you I was actually quite nervous talking about the whole true love thing today for me, everything happens in waves. There are days where I'm super confident. And I think Kennedy will understand when the right song is playing, you feel fierce. You feel on top of the world. You know yourself. You love yourself passionately where I will choose and protect myself no matter what. And it's those days where I'm brave, where I'm strong, and I know who I am. And those days are brilliant, but they're also quite rare. And it takes a lot of work to get to that point. And then those days are then very quickly followed by neediness. Mm longing, questioning the past, Mm. um, looking into the future, and then wondering if I'm ever going to get to that future that I aspire to have by this age. Love is exactly like what you brought up, which is that it changes, it grows. It's like it's like water and it's, it's not solid. Love is not solid. It's like liquid. It's like air. It shifts and changes and it takes the shape and form of whatever it lands on. No two couples have the same kind of love. And stress happens or the lack of joy happens when we try to compare people's love lives with ours. Right. When we, when, when you, Sam Joe, are starting to freak out over like, have I ever been in love? It's because you're comparing your experience of love with other people's experiences. Right. When we talk about representation, we're looking at what we've seen on screen and we're saying, I've never gotten that. That means I have no joy in my life. That means I have no love in my life. And that's not true. And that's also the same thing that was eating away at you when you were avoiding those movies and love songs at a time when you were at your lowest. Right? Yeah. <laughs> because you were worried that whatever you saw, you'd be asking yourself, why am I not deserving of this? Mm. I think on that point of comparison, because you know, I just now I said, I started with how it's true love is very subjective to each individual. And then you went on to say how it's subjective to each couple. It really just brought a point in my mind like about 
open relationships. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, because it's so subjective and sometimes people compare their own relationship and they say, oh, if that person's in an open relationship, then they're probably not in love with each other, right? Which I disagree with because I feel like I still hope every couple has their own subjective type of love. It also answers your question about the reciprocity. I don't think it needs to be reciprocated. I think at the end of the day, it's really a feeling and it's what you make of it. It's really very subjective. Yeah. I I think it's about matching your love with the other person's love. That love came from within me. So yes, I have loved. True love, I believe true love is matching. So if you are in an open relationship, that person wants to be in an open relationship with you, that matches, that becomes your true love. That becomes your bubble. And in your own shape, way or form, that becomes true love. Two people can truly love each other, but the true love comes from themselves. For sure. Yeah. I think some people, the way they experience true love is they need the feedback from someone else. That's true love to them. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. I it's mean, so abstract. No, I mean, you got to know someone before you know you love them. And, and I think when it comes to self-love, you got to know yourself before you love yourself. And I, it's, it's very tricky. I, I've also seen a lot of couples where it's quite evident they don't really know themselves, but they're also in relationships. Yeah, it's like, I don't even like, because we've been talking about it for quite a while, I literally don't know if what I'm saying now is consistent with what I said at the start because I just feel it's such a complicated topic. It is, it is. I don't really know if I'm consistent already. Right, because love is an ever-changing kind of concept. But you know what? I think I interpreted the question differently and maybe we all did at the start because when you asked me what true love was or is, haha, true love is. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, choked a little bit there. Um... I automatically assume you were referring to... um, God's love? A kind of like a mutually loving relationship. Let's just put it that way. Meaning two or more, however you define a relationship. Yeah. Um, People coming together. When you talk about platonic love, I can safely say that I'm blessed, you know, to have Mm -hmm. friends, family around me uh, who give me that. And, you know, we give each other that. But if we're talking about romantic sexual love, then in a relationship context, then that's, that's when I go, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I've never actually really truly understood what it is and yeah. maybe I might never you know well I I, I feel like I'm, eyed on us. <laughs> I'm just I'm the sort of person who's quite happy on my own and many days self-love suffices I, I do think it's important to acknowledge that it is not a guarantee that was the thing when when like my perception of the world kind of shattered. Like I lost a friend a couple of years ago, right, to cancer. And this person was not in a relationship when he passed away, Mm. you know. So it had me questioning a lot of the guarantees that we've been told, like, you know, someday this thing will happen for us. And then it didn't happen, you know. It it made me look at my life, how we live every day, like the weekend's going to come, you know, that we always assume that at some point, you know, there is someone out there for you. And and at some point, this person will enter your life. I don't think it, it... it is a guarantee, but in the meantime, there is already love in your life. Love for yourself, love for others, uh, love that you can receive, love that you can give. I think mostly it's love that you can give, right? I think love is when you give rather than receive. Yeah, like the chocolates on Valentine's Day. Core of it, like, you know, it's hope, right? Loving yourself and loving a partner and loving your family, I, I don't really view it as separate. Mm. Yeah, I actually view love as one big integrated thing it is inevitably going to creep every single aspect intersects and creeps into it it's very hard to separate one from the other the whole is greater than the sum of its parts 
if I don't feel good about myself, I feel like I'm not going to feel good about my relationship. Yeah. And if I don't feel good about my relationship, I'm not going to feel good about myself. If I don't feel good about myself, I'm not going to feel good about my family situation, etc., etc. So every day when I wake up, admittedly, I'm not the most philosophical person. I don't really think about like the what is the what is, you know, mm-hmm. the why. I think about how am I feeling and I enjoy my life. So love is like a source for you, right? So we, we talked about the whole liquid and air thing that it's not solid, takes the shape of where you put it, waking up in the morning and having the sun peer like in. or many different streams and it confluences into one big river or reservoir. Yeah, I like that. I think love, right? We're, we're talking about the water analogy. It spills over. People can tell when you have love in your life. Right? I can yeah, tell going you on with like the water analogy, right? It's like... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so you're just... <laughs> I'm sorry. Cup of water out. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm fine. I just like you just choked on all that. Choke there, you choked choke. on all that love. Yeah. You all made me. You all gagged me. Going on with the water analogy, it's like just part of this whole ecosystem. Like B three science, it evaporates, it rains. The water it, cycle. Yeah, it feeds into itself. Like yeah, Sam Joe, do you have to say? Do you want to say something? You feel like this is very incredulous. No, please finish what you're trying to say because I'm trying to understand. I really am trying to understand. <laughs> Listen, Sam Joe. But he started smirking at me, and then I. Sam Joe, would you would you rather be dry? <laughs> Dry in what sense? Oh my god, that's a Lady Gaga rain on me reference. You wanna be dry? Oh, nah. sorry. I, I, I haven't studied the lyrics of that song. <laughs> rain on me. Um, because I get I get that, okay, love, it can be this whole reservoir of like goodwill and like positive energy within you and you dole it out and you also receive, right? So it, it goes both ways. No, I, I get that. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to. I wasn't laughing at you. No, I know, I know. I it's really just, wasn't. No, I know, it's just you had that very like um toot moment where you're like... <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I saw mouth, your face and I yeah, died. Yeah, my mouth was agape and then you kind of started... Agape s- means love. <laughs> oh, gosh. But you started smiling at me. I kind of get your point, but then I felt like the water analogy um, went on for too long and then I <laughs> choked on my water that I was trying to swallow. Final question. Does time have to be a tester for love to be true? Whenever I hear people talk about true love, this is true love, it's because we've been together for 25 years. I am a very sentimental person based on the amount of years we spend together. I do get very sentimental over friends that I've known for very, very long. And I get very upset if they don't give me a certain type of friendship that I expect from someone who, who I've known for very long. Yep. So for me, it matters. Because the, the times where I felt that intense love, be it with myself or with a friend or with a partner that I was with, they were actually surprisingly short. To a point where people would question whether or not it was even love. You know, it was so short. Only a couple of weeks. Are you sure you guys were in love? But like, I, I was in love, you know, and it messed me up for years. Mm. Something that took only two weeks. So like for me, space and time, they're, they're, they're kind of like a little warped for me. Where like I can connect with someone who, who is miles apart. But then there's someone who lives right next door to my house. I still have not met my neighbor. Space is a weird factor for me. Same thing for time. Like, I've known people for years, since I was a kid, and I still don't really know them. People who I just meet just for a couple of days, and then there's just insane energy and chemistry, and it's electrifying, and, and I run with it. I don't think time is a factor, but I can understand. Mm. Uh, these few years, I would play a multiple-choice game with all of my friends and do trivia about me. It's so narcissistic. I know. We need I to do it. this. I will ask questions like, when did Kennedy have his first kiss? What is Kennedy's favourite childhood movie? All these things. The thing is, only if you know me that long, then you would get it. It's because I'm a nostalgic person. Then knowing these details about me, big moments in my life, that feels like love to me. That feels like love to me. We don't have to listen back to this podcast and feel like, okay, we have all the answers. We have figured out the definition, the meaning of true love, and we have presented it before you, listener. Yeah, I mean, nobody has. Nobody ever will. 
This no definition. <laughs> Do you remember the song? No. No. Brandy. I think from her human album. Right from the right here. Yes. Departed. Right here departed album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The definition of love. Oh my god, that song. <laughs> like when I listened to that song, I was like, oh my god, this is true love. And then the song stops. And I'm like, okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, this podcast is a tool not a solution. So we hope this will be a tool, not just for you, listener, but for us as well. We're still trying to figure out what true love is. Be sure that we'll keep you updated when we do find it. Yeah. At least when it comes to the romantic aspect of it. Or you can go to our personal Instagram account if ever we have any like like relationship problems, I'll probably post it online. <laughs> mm. Or you could help us make true love happen because oh, Sam's I just mean, looking, uh. I'm always looking. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just for the record, it's not like I'm bitter or like upset or anything. I mean, obviously, I do feel lonely sometimes. But but yes, I'm single and available. Thank you very much. You are so precious. Someone might listen to this and completely connect with you, Sam Joe. Let's hope it's not a crazy fan. You know, like they have a, a certain idea of how you are on like Why on do you podcasts, gotta do that? And then- Why you gotta ruin this moment? <laughs> For Sam Joe, he was leaning in, his eyes was getting a little bit glittery there. Yeah, you know. I was getting hopeful, like, you know, but oh well, it happens. Anyway, we're super excited for your song, Josh. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's scary, yeah. he feels so guilty right no, now. No, 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 no. The way he said it was so funny. It's like, it's true. It's like okay, we're gonna wrap things up, but I remember the plug. <laughs> yes. No. Okay. No, but we have to tie it back to the song because we're okay. about the song. Well, but I mean, everywhere, so I'm not, I'm not just no, going through the no, motions. No, it's okay. Yeah. Um, we want to know from you what your definition of true love is. Have you been in love? Should we do like a Carrie Bradshaw? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Dear diary. Yes. So I don't think we need to be love, so-called love experts or love professionals to answer any love questions. So if any of you guys have any relationship issues or you just want some general questions about love, the SG Boys on Instagram, and we will gladly answer anything for you if you want to and hope to see you on the next episode. Thank you. Sam Joe just sent in a DM to us. (laughs) (laughs) Don't expose me like that. Are you serious? The The SG Boys. The new gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at The SG Boys. The beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.